0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Jeff Adoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe podcast network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valero and I, break down the Chiefs defensive line. Um, We're continuing kind of our uh, position group analysis. And, of course, this is a good group to discuss now because Chiefs had a big signing, uh, signing former Seattle Seahawks defensive tackle Jaron Reed to a one-year deal. Joe, before we get into that, though, what do you just – before we get into the specifics of that and comings and going, what do you think of just the defensive line – Uh, as a whole? Is this a strength? Just analyze that position group for us. Well, that's a good, that's a great point, Jeff.
1: I I think right now it seems to be for, for, you know, Coach Spagnola and for Brett Beach and for Andy Reid, it it seems to be a a work in progress, right? Um, And trying to figure out what, um, you know, what it is that, that this defensive line is going to look like come, you know, 2021 season, right? I think it's 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 definitely like a lot of positions. You know, offensive line, defensive line. You know, it. it I think they're settling. Obviously, we don't have to worry about quarterback. I think they are pretty good there. Um, obviously, wide receiver. I mean, it's 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 a work in progress. I think, and I think they're putting some pieces of the puzzle together and and fitting in people like Jaron Reed to fill a hole where you know I think they needed to fill one. Um, And I think, I think he's a stout run defender. Um, He's a good pass rusher, but that's, you know, you don't, you don't generally rely. I mean, you want to get a push in the middle of your pocket from your defensive tackles and, and you, you know, you obviously want them to get sacks. You want them to get a lot of pressure, but it's not the marquee rushing position, right? It's, it's really, I think they brought him in, you know, playing in the sec, right? Like playing for Alabama, big run defender, you know, stout in the middle, never going to get blown off the ball, can handle double teams right, which is very big in the NFL of course with the zone blocking scheme. So, he's solid with the the gap, you know, the gap protection, taking a gap and 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 being a good run defender there. So, I I I'm really I'm really happy with with the signing and I think, you know, to answer your original question, I think, you know, Obviously, if you look at the Chiefs' depth chart, it's it's still a work in progress, right, to try to figure out, like, how they are going to get Chris Jones and Jaron Reed to work together, Frank Clark and Jaron Reed to work together. Um, they do have a little bit, you know, of a history there. Um, you know, where does Taco fit into this, you know? Um, Two guys
0: with history uh, with uh, Frank Clark. Taco Charlton was his college teammate, played on the defensive line together at Michigan, and then Jaron Reed uh, was his Seattle Seahawks teammate from 2016 to 2018 on their defensive line. So some cool connections.
1: Yeah, definitely building some chemistry, right? And, and I think that's between Frank Clark, Jaron Reed, and Chris Jones, I mean, we've got, you know, pretty sol- it's pretty solid, right? It's really, I mean, you're talking about two of the – if you're going to use salaries, which isn't always obviously the indi- best indication of, of, your, uh, of your play level, but, uh, you know, you've got two of the highest paid defenders in, in the AFC, at least, and in the NFL – and then you throw in a Jaron Reed and, you know, that's three out of four, right? Uh, puzzle pieces that are really fitting together well. And w- well, what they do with the other defensive end position, obviously, is going to be the other, other work in progress. You know, you got Derek Naughty with depth. You got Taco, right? Um, I, think, I think they're building some depth there, too. Because you need, you know, more than offensive line, you need to rotate, right? You can't. Defensive line, Jeff, I'm glad we're talking about this, you know, talking about building a defensive line. Um, you know, it's a rotation position. You need, you need more than the four. It's not like offensive line where you Mm -hmm. can get, you know, 60, 70 plays out of a full unit of five guys, you know, tackle to tackle, right. Um, on the offensive side, you can't do that on defense. It's just too hard of a position to have that kind of stamina to be able to play 60, 70 plays in a game rushing the pass or stopping the run, getting double teamed, you know, tackling people, you know, dealing with being on the ground, sometimes dropping in pass coverage. Right. Um, So, you know, depth is going to be critical. And that's why, again, long answer to a really short question that you posed, how do you feel about the D line? What are your thoughts? That's why I still think it's, even though they've got three of those core pieces for the starters in place, I still think it's a I still think it's a work in progress because you, you got to have six, seven, eight solid defensive linemen if you're going to have you know a really good run uh, on on defense.
0: Uh, great points there, Joe. And also, I, I like what you said how the Chiefs have a lot of money uh, tied up both in Chris Jones and Frank Clark, and it just shows kind of where their philosophy is for the defense building up front. And I think that makes sense, especially playing it. The, the way the team is structured, you have a really explosive offense. It's going to score a lot of points. So, that pass rush is is key, especially playing in Arrowhead. So, I, I, I think that's definitely uh, Brett Veach's strategy for building the defense, kind of to, to really invest up front a little bit more than uh, on the back end, which I, mm-hmm. I think makes sense. Well, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. March Madness is upon us, and whether you're betting on 11 seed UCLA or the favorite Gonzaga to win it all, Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts joe uh, and we'll dig into um jaron reed a little bit more and again the nice thing looking at the defensive line uh just generally i really think that their best defensive player and one of the best defensive linemen in the whole nfl is chris jones so that's the good thing is when you're talking about all these moving pieces that's a great piece to be able to work around
1: Oh, yeah, especially, you know, when, when you know what the Chiefs, everybody's talked about the, the run game, right? We've been talking about that for a couple of years now, and their inability sometimes to to not be able to stop the run, or, or, or at least a fear, or like mm-hmm. the perceived fear that they couldn't right. stop the run. Right. You and I have had so many conversations, right, about when we would play a team, you know, like the Titans, or, you know, anybody who had a solid offensive line and a solid running game, it, it always gave us pause, right? It always, it always made us think about, okay, what's this game going to look like if we can't get Patrick on the field, right? And you know, if if somebody can chew up six, seven minutes a drive, you know, with a running game and and they and and they're just you know chomping up the field, the three, four, five yards a carry, like that's scary, right? That's scary to an explosive offense, right? Because. We've talked about this a lot, right? A lot of – we know a lot of teams go into playing the Chiefs that their best defense is going to be their offense and, and keeping guys like Patrick Mahomes off the field um, and keeping that explosive offense off the field for KC. So, you know, this is one of those pieces that, you know, you hope is going to be able to alleviate those fears and give Coach Fagnola, you know, a, another tool to, you know, to get to getting Patrick back out on the field, right, and, and that's what it's all about, right? It's about scoring points. It's about it's about getting after the quarterback, stopping the run on defense, right, and 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 covering, you know, smothering receivers, right. You got it's three. It's it's simple. It's not. It's football is not rocket science, right? It's and you got to score points to win, and you know you got to build on that defense. And I think this was. This was a great move to complement what Chris Jones is doing. I mean, you know this. This uh, you know I think back to, you know how when I was playing and how you know it's funny how a typical four three defense like the Chiefs runs. There, you know the Chiefs defense you you could call it you know a four three base defense, but really in my mind, Frank Clark is is more like a linebacker Mm -hmm. type. It's it's to me it's really like a three four defense. you know, it's 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 almost in some ways, you know, some people call it the old four two five, which is, you know, four down linemen, two linebackers, and basically a nickel package all the time, right? With one of your safeties or one of your corners being a bigger linebacker type, right? There's all these little mini variations of defense, right? But you know, this one is, you know, if you if you put them into the base four three package, they're really mirroring if you go back through history and look at Chiefs defenses, at least the ones I'm familiar with, very similar, right? Where you had a, a really stout defensive end like a Neil Smith. Let's make, let's go back to the early '90s, okay? And and for our fans who 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 are familiar with that team, you got you got your big solid defensive end in 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 in, in like a Neil Smith, right? And then you got your two stout defensive tackles, right? I'll give you some names: Dan Sallumua right? Joe Phillips, um, you know, just big run stopping can still pass rush, but really at the end of the day, you're looking for them to really clog up the middle of the pocket in the pass, And you're looking for them to get, uh, you know, to be able to clog the gaps and then not allow teams to gash, you know, gash you up the middle in their run game. Um, and then, and then you jump out to that like rush defensive end, like a Derek Thomas, who was, you know, was he a linebacker? Was he defensive end? I don't know, right? It's just, it's, yeah,
0: he's but, definitely the Frank Clark of, of – yeah,
1: Exactly, sure. and this this defense is really starting to look like that, yeah. right? This defense is really starting to look like a classic 4-3 or if you want to call it a variation of a, of a 3-4 defense. So I'm, I'm really enjoying watching the, you know, kind of the uh, uh, sort of the, the improvements that they're making as well as the development of this defense as they, you know, we're going to try to, you know, make sure, you know, they try to stop teams like
0: the Bucks next year in the Super Bowl. You know, I'm enjoying that development too, and it is interesting. Jaron Reed coming out of Alabama, his kind of reputation was as a run stuffer, and he was good at that mm-hmm. uh, early in Seahawks' career, but he really did develop as a pass, pass rusher. He recorded 10.5 sacks in 2018, which is a lot for an interior guy, 24 quarterback hits, 6.5 uh, last year, which is – Pretty good. So um, I wrote about this. This is something that actually Lewis Riddick, who who uh, is great on ESPN, and he knows Andy Reid. They worked at the, with the Eagles at this uh, at the same time. Theorized that they're going to the Chiefs are going to do a lot of lining up. Um, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, and Jaron Reed at the same time with Chris Jones playing defensive end, pay, playing on the edge uh, early. So I think that's going to help the Chiefs' pass rush. Now, the Chiefs' pass rush, that was, that was an issue as great a year as they had last year. Um, you look at 2019 when they won the Super Bowl, they had 45 sacks, which is really good, ranked 11th in the league. The next year dropped to, to uh, 19th with just 32 sacks. So, Joe, I think Reed helps with that. I think it's a really smart signing I like. Joe, the other thing I think is going to help, um, Roger Goodell said he expects fans to be in stadiums. I think that's going to help. I think that impacted the pass rush this year. Uh, Just having no, you know, the opposing offenses didn't have to worry as much about uh, their communications or not being able to to hear things. Do you agree with that? That first of all, do you, uh, what do you think of uh, Riddick's thought of potentially uh, playing Chris Jones, more defensive end, getting Jared rated for the pass rush and also my thoughts on the impact of crowd noise?
1: yeah those are awesome points jeff and and you you're, you're spot on and that's a lot to unpack right and <laughs> right. I give you a
0: lot there joe
1: <laughs> and i'm a i'm a i'm a huge believer in having come from the offensive line side of the ball i'm a huge believer in mixing it up on the defensive front to be effective against an offensive line because jeff we've talked about this before right if you when you look at a base pass rush okay and you're thinking about Going four against five. Okay, let's let's strip out tight ends chipping or running back staying in to help protect. Let's let's just you know for t- for sake of uh, of time, let's just talk about the standard four down linemen rushing against five linemen, right? And when you do that, right, you 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 get the opportunity as an offensive line to slide the protection with your uncovered player one direction or the other, right? So let's, let's, again, for simplification's sake, let's talk about a base 4-3 defense against the five linemen where the two guards are covered and the two tackles are covered, okay, with the ends, the defensive ends. So you've got a, a really just like kind of a very cut of the, run of the mill defensive front going against, uh, you know, your five linemen. Your center gets to choose which direction he wants to go right? Um, And he's either going to call the direction of the slide protection to the right and help double team the right guard with the defensive tackle. And then the defensive, the the right guard is then going to help the tackle by looking out at the end, right? In case that end comes in, he'll be there as a body, right? So that's how slide protection works. And we're talking, Jeff, slide protection is probably 85% of what pass protection is in the NFL, right? It's it's that slide protection. And if the guard's uncovered, then he's the one that goes one way or the other, right? So it's pretty simple in its concept. The problem is when you do that, if you're going to slide the center to the right to help the right guard, that's going to leave your left tackle and left guard exposed to man on man, okay? You want your best players on that man-to-man side, right? So, so you want Chris Jones, you know, you're going to want a Jaron Reed, you're going to want them man-to-man against the guard and the tackle on that side when the center's sliding away. Because man-to-man pass protection is obviously the hardest because you don't have any bumpers. Mm. You don't have somebody helping you, keeping mm. eyes out for you to help you in the slide protection. And man, you bring, now you start bringing a little bit of pressure and, you know, you bring one linebacker on a blitz or you bring a corner off the edge and all that protection has to change. And so you're going to want, you're going to want your four best pass rushers out there. And I think what coach Fagnola will try to do is he's going to try, right. He's going to try to get those, 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 those single matchups, probably Chris Jones and Jaron Reed. Mm-hmm. right and that's what he's going to try to manipulate the defense so that he lines up Jaron Reed and Chris Jones on the left side of the offensive line and then he brings a little pressure to the right to make the center slide to the right now all of a sudden you know you've got you know you've got a lot of options there right you've got you've got you got two of your best pass rushers going one on one so i think that's kind of like a little bit of 101 pass protection pass rush and how that chess match works and and I think that's what you do when you get four really good pass rushers. It, it reminds me of when Reggie White, when we played Reggie White, uh, the Eagles in in 1992. We slid all of our protection to Reggie White, because you know you got to double team Reggie White. You got to get people bodies moving over towards him. So what that did is that singled up Dave Zott and John Alt on the left side, you know against. Clyde Simmons, right. Who, who John had to go against pretty much the whole game one-on-one and eventually, you know, as good as John was, or, you know, and we obviously beat them that, that year. Cause we, we did a lot of play action, but like, you know, eventually your left tackle is going to break down.
0: Yeah. I you know, when you got like Clyde Simmons for sure.
1: So, you know, that's how, like, that's how it all fits together. And, and I hope that's what our fans, when they watch pass, past the passing game, just, as a favor to me as a homework assignment, I don't like to give homework assignments on our podcast, but like, you know, everybody wants to watch Tariq Hill. Everybody wants to watch Patrick Mahomes. Everybody wants to watch Travis Kelsey, right? They want to see the ball in the air. They want to look at the quarterback, but man, watch what's going on with those five guys up front and how the defense is rushing and they're absorbing the blocking um, and what they're doing to get those single matchups, right? And that's what the Bucs did against us in the Super Bowl. And that's why, you know, they were put – it was all about the matchup, right? Who do you put on, you know, Remmers, who hasn't played tackle in forever? Who do you put on, you know, Andrew Wiley, who hasn't played tackle in forever? So, you know, there's a lot of – there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of uh, you know, there's a lot of that chess match that goes on, and I hope our fans will watch that. Because I know, even me as a lineman, sometimes I get caught up in watching Patrick. I just want to, I just want to see Patrick. You not, yeah, right? Okay. But just for a couple of plays, just keep your eyes on those guys with the numbers fifty, sixty, and seventy on them, and you'll learn a lot about the game, and 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 how it affects what Patrick Mahomes actually does. Uh,
0: great analysis, there, Joe. Well, I don't relax well. With my crazy life, it's just hard for me to shut off my brain and chill. I overthink, I get easily stressed out, and it effing sucks. So I did my homework and found Sunday Scaries, which are delicious and vitamin-boosted CBD gummies. They've become a must-have in my daily routine, and they chill me out in just about 20 minutes. Basically, they help me take the edge off so I can maintain my composure and live scare-free. And there's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money-back guarantee, the product's not for you. That's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries and the stress relieving business, not the stress causing business. I got you 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code believe, B-L-E-A-V for your discount. That's promo code B-L-E-A-V for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're effing amazing and you won't regret joining their squad. Joe, piggybacking uh, on a, a point you made earlier about uh, the depth, how depth is so important for the defensive line. Another guy worth mentioning uh, that's kind of been forgotten a little bit. I really like Derek Noddy as as a, a run stuffer. I think Reed will help him uh, because Noddy doesn't can't bring the same uh, you know ability to rush the passer that he does. He's another guy who will be in the mix. But uh, your point, how you need such depth on the defensive line. Why is that? That you know, if if you're churning out time of possession, the offensive line doesn't get tired, but the defensive line just wears wears down. Is that just because they're you're kind of the offensive line is the one pounding against the defensive line? Explain why that is, because it it does seem a little weird that you would think it affects both a little bit more equally than it does in reality.
1: Yeah, well, that's a great point, Jeff, and 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 you know, it's kind of like um. Physi- Some of it's physics, right? It's it's the fact that um, you know on offense you you are using other players to help you, right? So you're you're getting you know you're getting double teams, right? So you've got two guys pushing. So I want you to picture you know with with a run stopper like a Jaron Reed, and they're if they're running to his side, the center and the guard are going to double team him. So he's got two bodies pushing against him, mm-hmm. right? And as he's trying to fight forward it's, it's just physically easier. It's really hard to explain, but it's just physically easier to push, to know where you're going and push against somebody than it is to fight two people off. Mm. Right. Imagine, imagine it's kind of like, Oh, here's a good analogy. Imagine you're trying to push a car mm-hmm. when you get a, you get a flat tire, your battery dies or something, right? And you're trying to push your car. It's easier for you to actively push your car then if you were parked on a hill and the car was rolling towards you to try to hold your car off from rolling wow. over you.
0: That's a great, okay? great, great way to put that in perspective. So the listeners can understand. I,
1: I think, it, you know, hopefully nobody's pushing their car or getting their car rolled yeah, against them. Don't try that. This is not a homework Don't try that at home.
0: Watching the five linemen <laughs> was a homework <laughs> This is not a homework. Don't do this yeah. at home.
1: God. Please don't. But, but that's kind of like the best thing I could, I could think of. Um, and then from, from, and that's what's happening on the interior of the line. On the exterior, on the outside, you know, when you get a guy like a Derek Thomas or, you know, obviously in today's players in Frank Clark and when Chris Jones is, if he's going to rush on the outside, it's a full out sprint. But if you watch the body mechanics of what a tackle is doing, it's slide step, slide step, slide step, right? And they're taking small short steps, punching with their hands and you're just, you're not moving your body as much. hmm Whereas if you're rushing the passer, you're running, you're slapping, you're, 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 you know, you're trying to knock arms down, you're going forward, you're cutting, you're moving, you're spinning. There's just so many more body mechanics that happen on defense. And here's, here's a small little thing, Jeff, that means a lot mentally from a mental exhaustion perspective. On offense, you know where the play is going. Mm. right? Like on defense, if you're a defensive tackle and you put yourself in a Jaron Reed's position as, you know, he's lined up over the left offensive guard, right? He's the the right defensive tackle. And he's got this huge center in front of him. He's got this big left guard in front of him. And he's got this other tackle. You don't know who the heck's going to hit you. So just that mental energy of not knowing where the ball is going and then having to react once it does go somewhere, that takes a lot of mental and physical energy. Where on offense, you know where the ball is going. You know, when the, you know when the snap count is, right? You're not anticipating and like waiting, waiting, waiting for the snap. And that takes a lot of energy. And it, it, you expend a lot of calories, <laughs> mental and physical calories, kind of trying to figure that out. Um, and it can be really tiring. So those are just a couple of little reasons why you see more rotation on defense than you do, which you kind of really never see rotation on offense um in the line they just stay in for the whole series the whole game almost where on defense you have to have guys rotating through it's it's exhausting I know I know they're all great athletes and they're all in great shape but it's it's literally exhausting to play defensive line
0: Joe great points there really uh able to elucidate clearly why that is and and your points about the mental energy uh, that is being expended is very interesting uh, another guy, uh, Trishon Wharton, is another guy who will be in the mix since you need that depth that we should have mentioned. A rookie undrafted guy who, who showed a lot. He showed some promise. Uh, he'll be in the, the mix too. But I want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is a place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected, and a team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee, and it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for free, and for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers hundred dollars or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to eBay.com/sneakers today. eBay, the world's best. Destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Uh, Joe, I also wanted to talk about the Chiefs signed to center, uh, Austin Blythe, and he has the unique qualifications to follow in Joe Valerio's footsteps <laughs> as somebody who has played interior line for both the Rams and Chiefs franchises. <laughs> Thoughts on him joining your exclusive fraternity?
1: Yeah, I just hope he, uh, you know, hope he lasts a lot longer with the Chiefs than I did with, <laughs> with the Rams, Jeff. But, uh, you know, no, solid, really, really solid, you know, pickup. He's young. Well, you know, relatively young, 28, right? I mean, that's that's still that's still pr- pretty darn young, um, you know, with with four or five years under his belt. So, you know, I think he's – I think it's a really good, solid pickup. Um, he, again, falls into that um, – in that category of, of offensive linemen who have been who have been serious wrestlers um, you know uh, following in the Dave Zott uh, type of uh, footsteps um, you know he was a he was a he was a dominant Iowa wrestler so that's exciting because i think that gives him you know that athletic ability you need to play center especially uh, or or anywhere in the interior for in that Iowa matter.
0: wrestling that's like you that's know That's huge that's like, what do we say? Like the Alabama of football, I basically, you know, so.
1: Exactly. So, yeah. So I, I think that's, um, you know, I think he's solid. He's big, he's tough, you know, um, he's, he's starting right starter. So he's got, you know, he's got starting, uh, um, you know, kind of pedigree. And I just think that's, uh, you know, I think that's, I think it's a great, I think it's a great pickup. So we'll have to see where, you know, Um, you know, with Andrew Wiley returning and, and we'll have to see, you know, where people get how this depth chart picks out. I mean, Hey, listen, Kalechi assembly has been working out and he looks pretty good. I mean, you know, even coming off those injuries, I know he's working really hard. So I think that's why earlier I mentioned, you know, kind of circling back to that comment. I think the line is definitely the offensive line is definitely a work in progress. They're getting the pieces. They're getting all the right people on the bus. Now they just got to figure out what seat they're going to have on the bus uh, when the season starts.
0: It's going to be so fun to watch the Chiefs during, uh, assuming we can have a normal training camp and stuff, the positional matchups on the interior now. You have ThUNY, you have Kyle Long. We just mentioned Blythe. I still think we talked about this earlier. I think Allegretti has a good chance uh, for, to get some starting reps at center. You, Duvernay Tardif probably coming out. There's a lot of moving parts. It's great that they have depth and a lot of options. It's going to be fascinating to see how this shakes out, Joe.
1: Well, Jeff, those are exciting training camps. Um, when, when you have um, battles going on, it, they're exciting training camps, and that's where teams are tested. That's where, where teams are made. Um, when you have competition pushing each other to be the best they can be no complacency, right? I mean, I think, you know, I don't know whether or not it was a complacency thing last year with the chiefs offensive line, but a lot of things were set, especially with LDT, you know, opting out, um, you know, there was just like, okay, well, it's my position to lose, right? There wasn't really that. Oh my god, my gosh, look at this guy behind me that wants to get reps and wants to play. I mean, you know, with with Austin Writer unrestricted free agent, you know, with Nick being able to play center, you know, bringing in in Austin Blythe. I mean, like, phew, like there's going to be some battles, right? Thoney Long, right, it's going to be trying to make a name for himself. You know, they re-signed. Mike Remmers, he's going to be battling for time. Everybody wants to play, and, and everybody wants to get back out on the field. So it's going to be really interesting to see um, how these battles shape out and, and who wins. And I think it's going to, the competition is going to create really good things, I think, for them up front.
0: I think so too, Joe. Well, if you enjoy this show, which is presented by Bet Online, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes or available on your favorite directories iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe.